In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. I want to talk this evening about names and about the power of names. We receive a name when we're born, when we're baptized, when we're confirmed. And many entering religious life take a name. Now, most people don't know it, but Jesuits take a religious name. They pronounce it at their first vows. And for reasons that no one has ever explained to me, they, uh, they don't use it again. But the vow name that I took was Philip. Well, why was that? Well, first of all, uh, Philip the Apostle, in the spirit of St. Blurt, says that Holy Thursday, Lord, just show us the Father. And he says, all this time I have been with you and still you do not know me. And so like a rented mule, sometimes I, this Philip, need to be hit across the head with a two-by-four to wake up, to be reminded of what I should have known all along. And when the Greeks, who I take as the philosophers, wanted to meet our Lord, they went to Philip, who brought them to our Lord and then got out of the way, which is really the ideal paradigm for ministry. But what really stood out for me as a young Jesuit, thinking I knew what the future held for me, but certainly I knew it would hold teaching. When the Ethiopian official says to Philip, how can I understand this if there's no one to teach me? And that's another reason why I asked for the name Philip, because I believe the Lord at that time was calling me to teaching. So let's have that image of understanding what our true name is, because it is by that name that our Lord will call us and give us mission. And now we have Mary Magdalene, absolutely faithful, absolutely generous, and she doesn't find our Lord. Well, why not? Well, first of all, she's looking in the wrong direction. She's looking into the empty tomb for the dead man who's not there. And even when she sees him, she doesn't see him because she's blinded by her tears. She's blinded by her grief, and she's flailing about loss. Remember, she's looking for his body for the sake of reverence and worship. But we don't worship idols, which are mere bodies, and we don't worship abstractions like the pagan philosophers or even the modern philosophers. We worship the Word made flesh. So it is a desperate cry, a heart-rending cry, when she says, I cannot find his body. And she finds his body only, only when he calls her by name. Mary. Mary. And we have to look into the history of our own lives. Are we facing the wrong direction? Are we looking for the living among the dead? Have we ever been so grief-stricken that we were blind? And have we had yet the amazing discovery of the Master's voice calling us by our true name? Not the name that anyone else said was ours. Because remember, Satan, Hasatan, the accuser, calls us all sorts of horrible names. 
And he says that's what defines us. But we read in Revelation, the accuser of the brethren has been cast out. And it is the word of the Father who truly names us and allows us to find him. This is a season of hope. It's a season that some people will tell us is already over. The chocolate has been eating. The flowers have been put away. Even the candle will burn for just a little while and then go back in the closet with the Advent wreath. No, no, no. Our Lord wants to be found by us. He wants our embrace and our yes. He wants us to find him in his body, blood, soul, and divinity. For those who have ears to hear, let them hear. For those who have eyes to see, let them see. And for those who have voice, let us proclaim him as Lord and Master, and then go out into the world and say that the risen Lord has appeared to me, and this is what he said. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost.